Hey, hey, Bachelor Masters here. I am in Los Angeles, like I usually am. Caitlin, you're three hours ahead in the D.C. metro area. And yes. And you're in the future. And easier, you're in Mexico. Yes. <laughs> so yes, we're I distributed am. today. We're, our Skype call is, uh, you know, taking a, a hit here. Um, mm. How's the weather down there? Here? Yeah. Some is there. Oh. <laughs> Except that it's, I mean... I don't hot. know. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> That's what people come to Mexico for. Well, it's hot and humid in the DC metro area. Am I right, Caitlin? Yeah, though it's not as bad as last week. We had a couple of days where we were getting like the heat advisory things because it was in the 90s and the humidity was super high. So it was like, you'll die if you're outside for too long. And we're, right. right now it's cooler than that. It's in That's the cool. 80s. Yeah. Uh, it's in the 80s here in L.A., but it's a dry heat. Okay, look. I want to talk about something. You guys aren't no, going to like now, it. Now you, got me, now you got me started. Dry heat, that is a crazy... That does not exist in any other language. A dry heat. <laughs> also, most people it lie does. about it being a dry heat. You know, like... It is. A, be like, the, humidity oh, is like, the humidity is like 50% here. It's really low. If you've been in a Why place... Why is that better? Because have you been to a place where it's like 98% yes. humidity? Yes. Why it's is that? Better. I know, but why is that better? I said, why because is you it can, you can, better? You can go outside and not start sweating instantly when it's not humid. I don't, I, that's not true for me. If it's hot, it's hot. <laughs> and no, if it's I humid, think... I actually my, I can breathe. Like I feel like my, my passages, I feel like my pores open up. So I think I th the whole thing is a big scam on, in the world. I think like, I, I, I disagree. Think. I've only heard it in Eng I've only heard it in my life in English from people just like you, Craig. I think <laughs> it's one of those things that only you say, like certain people say. And I'm you always people. like, why is that a thing? Um, you, 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 you say you just you. Caitlin, help me out here. Humidity is worse than no humidity. But yeah, that's your opinion from your skins and your face's state. My <laughs> yeah. opinion well, is different. Okay. I think a little humidity can be nice, but it can also get to a certain extent where it's not nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, it's great, see, but you don't have to single me out. I'm just. Well, well, because the way people say it is very universal. It's hot, but it's a dry heat. And it's supposed to make me feel differently. Right. It may, you're not making it sound like, look, for me, I love a dry heat. You're saying it's a dry heat, period. And that's what everyone says. Not just you. I'm saying you. But it just kind of is one of those things yeah, where I, I think to myself. I get what you're saying. Because actually, I remember going, when I was in Peru, like, God, almost a decade ago now, for a work thing. It was one of, like, the humidity there was perfect for me because it made my hair dry into, like, beautiful ringlets naturally. And, like, mm. and my skin looked amazing. And I was like, is this the temperature I should be living in? Right. Right. Yeah, it's good for the skin. I'll give you that. Okay, look, we got to talk about this. I know you don't want to talk about it. You're going to go, Craig, edit this out. Mm. But we need to talk about it. I don't want it to come as any surprise to any of our listeners. But we're oh going to change. Craig, we're not talking about this. Yes, we are. We're talking about You're going to edit this out because no, we I'm don't. Not. We have to have a much longer discussion. We don't even know for sure if we're changing the name. And the idea that you put forward is bad. Uh, so. Okay. No, I agree. We don't have to make a big deal out of this. I just want to say that the name of the podcast is going to change. Craig. We are going to edit this out because we couldn't <laughs> announce this until we actually know for sure what we're doing. Because we might not end up changing it for like two months or something while we decide. So it'll just be silly to have something. I'm ready now. to change it now. I just need a clever name. I, I, have a, I have a question. Is the Bachelor Master's Doctorate like system changing? It is not. <laughs> so then why? Just, it, no one. No one. When you say Bachelor Master's. No one says, oh, get your master's in The Bachelor. No one says it. It doesn't, it doesn't no one. hit. 
Craig, you're wasting time with this, but we have so many other... No, Gabby no, Windy no. is gay. Can't we talk about that? <laughs> yes, I saw that. You you sent that link this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? She I came out this. today, like this morning. <laughs> well, she's not <laughs> as... She is as probably bi. bi. She is dating a woman. Now. Did you just say she's not as gay? You were going to say that, weren't you? <laughs> Me? <laughs> no. Listen, I say she's, a, she's not 100% Is she a lesbian? Okay, she I is did not, not say that. that. I would not lesbian. say that. What she has said is she is now dating a woman, and she has posted on Instagram pictures of her with that woman, so we know who it is as well. Oh, now. no kidding. That's yes. Interesting. It's like a comedian who she's huh. dating. I'd never oh. heard of them before, but yes, she's dating a woman, and this is the first thing when I saw. I was like, "Oh, this is like Chrishell on Selling Sunset," mm. <laughs> where they it were is, like, "Yeah, she yeah, was in a, where she in was a like, comedian I too." Life, I was straight, and then suddenly I started dating a woman. Cool, good for her. So yeah, I, I think that's exciting. Bachelor news. Yeah, that's look, exciting. I, look, going back, going back to the title of the podcast. Hold on a sec. Just no, let me finish. No. Just let me finish. Bachelor Master doesn't It doesn't hit on anyone. And also, Master has a bad connotation. I won't go into it. You is... can use your imagination. GitHub, which is a site where software development happens and yes. other things. Familiar with GitHub. GitHub. Ch- changed their name of their main branch from Master to Main. So they they don't think master is a good word either. So I just don't like the word master. I don't think it hits. It, no one says, oh, you're going to get your bachelor master's degree. So we need to change the name. And this it's going to happen. This is very weird. Where is this you, coming from? This is Are you talking to yourself? <laughs> because you named the podcast. I've been wanting to change it for a while now. Since uh, Caitlin came and visited L.A. last summer. I've been wanting to change. So, it. so my Dude, visit this is the first prompt about something. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's ready. It's time for a change. The change can happen seamlessly. People will just go to their app, their podcast app, and then they'll just what see app? a different different name. Yes, it'll logo. it will just have a different name and whatever you listen to it in. But yeah. I think the real that is how it works, Craig. And why we shouldn't be wasting time talking about it now is that we have no idea what we're going to rename it, and therefore. We don't know when this name change is going to happen because I think this is going to take a lot of discussion if we're going to come up with a better name. Right. I personally don't mind Bachelor Masters at all. I don't know. I just don't. I don't like telling people it anymore. After GitHub changed it, I'm like, I rethought. I rethought it. Yeah, on Selling Sunset now, they don't, you know what? They used to be like, welcome to the The master master bedroom. bedroom. They call it like the primary suite or something now. Yeah, I'm telling you. Sweet. So you know, when, I don't know when how, to, how how a class like making it more class, <laughs> like making it more class. Yeah, it still uh, sounds ridiculous when they're like, "Oh, the." Pri-, and I'm like, also the thing that kind of annoys me about this is like, when you're buying the house, like you might not even want to use the bedroom that they're signaling as the primary suite as your one if you have a multiple bedroom house, right? Like, so it's just weird that they're always like, "This is the selling point." Yeah, well, okay. yeah, there's a lot of people give their kids the master, the whatever, the big one, the big room is what everyone calls it anyway. <laughs> um, so, which is to me like, no, <laughs> what? Right. Um, I mean, it's just a logical thing. I'd rather the room be empty than uh, give your kid the big room. Okay, right. all right, we're getting off track here. You are not getting off track. You're getting off off track. Yeah, you, you start off, off, off track, track, Craig. I'm talking about serious podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what word to use. Uh, goings on. This is like an internal meeting that we should be having. I know, yeah. but no, but, this but, is a Craig internal meeting that no, he no, needs to have I I pride myself on how open we are with our <laughs> it's listeners. It's, it's something we've always we've always been open. And I'm trying to be open. And if anyone has, like, you know, an opinion, they can weigh then in I'm by confused. DMing us. How come this is the first you mentioned it ever to it's us? It's not the first. I, right. I he texted, re- like, this morning about no. it or something. <laughs> no. Maybe it was last when, night. When Caitlin was here in Los Angeles, we were traveling to get a French dip at Kohl's. And I said... I want to change the podcast name. And you guys were like, no, no, we can't do that. I, I don't it remember I, this at all. I, have, I don't remember. Well, I do. I brought it up then and I'm bringing it up now. 
today. A year later. Yes. <laughs> the time has come. It's just, a, that's it. The time has come. Okay. Well, the thing is, if you want to change it, you need to come up with some, some good alternatives. Yeah. That and something that makes sense. Sure, you won't deem uh, unacceptable all of a sudden for no real. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't want it to be like, like a. I don't want it to be like a clever take on the word bachelor, like like. Batch to the future, you know, or something like that. You see a lot of that. I don't really feel like that. I just I feel like something yeah, like st- straightforward. Like I was thinking, bachelor deep thoughts. See, I don't Ugh. like this at all. When you texted this, maybe this morning, I can't remember. I was like, I hate that because it doesn't mean anything and it's not catchy at all. Yeah, yeah. Do a play on Bach, like, Jahan, no. you know, the the classical music guy, and then it'd be funnier. Than That's what I just batch. said. Bach, Bach, Bach to the future. I know, but I like, we, we should base it on Bach. No. Do you know how many Did people do that? There's a podcast called She's All No, Bash. not on Bach, not the... Yeah, not that. Yes, that's different Bach, the than musician. the guy. Okay, yeah, this is like, out of yes. here. Johann Sebastian Bachelor. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. No. I like that. That's like, no. that's like the band names of the early 2000s. You know? We're not going for a band name. <laughs> We're going for Mark a name. Mark was in a band called... Go- uh, uh, wait, what was it called? It was Vincent Price is Right. Like that's that? so clever. Well, that was the names at the time. Yeah, I'm just telling we're you. Not, we're not going a, for a clever. Right. Right. I don't think right. Be, was right. It should be clever in some no, way. No, I don't if think it's it should be clever. If it's just like we talk about the Bachelor franchise. Like, who wants to listen to something called that? I don't think okay, we should be Greg. clever. That's all. I, I think we should be straightforward. Bachelor Deep Thoughts. In, something like that. We, there's hometowns. Go ahead. <laughs> well, all of this is to try to avoid talking about this episode, which had nothing. Oh, nothing. I enjoyed it. I had a good watching experience watching this on Monday night. Ew. <laughs> Let's start with Aaron. Then yes. Craig. There's nothing here. Who got cut? She didn't right. like him. Okay. Wait, I have a question for you, Craig. Let me see if we can get you interested in this. Okay. I've heard lots of parents say, and I can see you being this kind of parent, Craig, say, I don't want to meet your friends. I just want to meet your forever person. What why do you think about I, that? Why wouldn't I want to meet my son's girlfriends? Well, I'm sure you would to, like, look them up and down. Oh, but would you want? <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> I had a dad that me once, and I was like, the hell? Because this, I'm out of here. Yeah. No, I've had no. that happen too. And Come on, don't like, say those what things. What is wrong I... with this family? <laughs> don't say those things. I don't want to. I don't want to be like pegged as like I don't, a creep. I don't mean you'd be a creep about it. I mean you'd be judging them on a subjective scale. Craig would be Not... assigning them a number from his objective. <laughs> yes. Number. I'm not no, saying no. Minors, a... minors don't count. Or are we talking what? about minors? minors? Not talking. Well, about, yeah, we're talking about if he brings home someone like, I don't know, when he's like 19 or something like that. Right, 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 right. I don't I mean, I don't mind meeting girlfriends. That sounds fine. It's, you know, one every week. <laughs> Did your parents ever? Oh, my God. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> that's not creepy, but that's not OK. <laughs> um, uh, did I thought that was an interesting thing to say. You know, I, 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 okay, personally, I guess if I have to take a personal, which I don't want to, I want to just judge from the outside, outside, but internally, I want to know my kids at all stages of development in their lives. This is my friend. That's a boy. This is a boy I'm interested in. This is where I'm at in my life right now. You know, where they're whatever, everything. And I, and I might do, Craig, what you were like, what kind of kid is this? What is he like? What's he wearing? Where's it? You know, did he get his hair? Bar-? Like, it's nothing about judgment. It's just about like, oh, that's your friend at school. Interesting. I do that right now. I want to know everyone's name. I want to know. I want to know who their parents are. Like, I just want to look at everyone, you know? <laughs> okay. It's a judgment thing, but I want to know everyone. You know, and okay. all of my kids' lives. Mm. Yeah, okay. I don't. And, uh... and it's not about control. It's just about observing. It's about control. 
I don't think no because I have no I have no I would never tell my kid don't hang out with that kid or don't you know they talk to plenty of kids that I'm like oh my god I want to get away from this parent but I would never say that because you don't want your kid or stigmatizing someone period right so, so what you're saying is that's Aaron's a, parents uh-huh. said we don't want to meet Aaron's anyone unless they're the one, and you're yes. saying that that's ridiculous, which I I'm pretty saying, much agree with. That is a really, I think that is a really bad thing to say because you're telling kids that there are disposable people in the world, mm-hmm. and you're telling you know you're signaling to your kid also. That no one's important until they're important. Like there's no gray area. Right. And yeah, I, I that hate makes sense. that. I, and I think and I think and I think it's a lazy. I think it's lazy parenting too. Like, don't you want to know who your kid's hanging out with at 21, at 19, at 23? Like, it's he's giving himself a lot of mental space to not think about anyone else. But like, what's he using that mental space for? Your parent. You are now dedicating a big chunk of your brain to raising people and to seeing how they turn out. It's I all one big register with me because I was much more concerned about the story that Aaron told towards the beginning of the date where he said the last time he brought someone that he was dating home was roughly 10 years ago and his mother locked them in a room for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I was, yeah, I was the concerned whole dynamic about that. Was, no, I know. The whole dynamic was, was, was strange. Like the... There yeah, was a... It was odd that there was this buildup because it seemed like they liked Charity and had no problems with her, you know? Right. You're saying that they, despite how they acted, they acted totally normal to the girlfriend. Yeah, the they acted totally literal normal girlfriend. to Charity now in this moment, even with all this weird background of being like, you know, I don't want to meet somebody you're just dating or like, I'm going to confront your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right, let's move good, on. good news is he's cut because well. he was. I mean, he, the thing about Aaron is that we know, right? He was petty and jealous, and he definitely not a serious. I, I mean, if we if we make apart the fact that he wanted to be on TV and he wanted to be on The Bachelor, and wanted to get an Instagram career started, he was not a good match for her, actually. Yeah, I don't think he was a good match. Although I am concerned that. Um... We know from the previews, which you don't usually watch ECR, someone is going to come back in the next, like, few episodes. It's implied that it's somebody from the show. I guess it could be an ex from real life that comes back as well, but it it That's sounds like it's a contestant. That, yeah, like, Becca had that guy come back. Yeah, because, like, the little things we've heard in the previews is this guy comes up while she is... And where are they in like Fiji or something like that? Um, wherever in their tropical location that they're about to go to. Um, some guy returns there and she's shocked and then he refuses to leave. And I think that guy might be Aaron. Ooh. Well, then that shows exactly how immature, petty, jealous, stubborn he is. And, you know, it's not fair. He doesn't have a good base. You know, he doesn't have a good launch off point because the parents <laughs> are wild. Well, I, I, and I, I know think that's a very, she liked I think them. A normal thing. Right, like, I think it's a normal thing to say. Got along with them. So I'm like, right, I don't but, think they came across as a problem at all, other than like some people did flag the mom locking in the room thing as being like, huh? That's not a regular thing to do. And what the dad does is a normal thing. Most dads are checked out in so many ways. Um, especially a generation or like a half generation older than me. But I will say that I think that is like, and beyond it, don't talk about the checkouts of the eighties and the like, you know, the 90 parents, like the 90s, <laughs> but I think it is not, I mean, I, I don't know what he means. It, it's a normal thing to say, but to me, it's a, it's a huge red flag. Yeah, I was going to say, part of the reason why I don't think I even noticed it is because, to me, I generally don't introduce people I'm dating to my family. Like, it's been very rare for someone I'm dating yeah, me to meet my family. Just because I'm sort of like, my family's a kind of a lot to deal with. And so I'm like, well, why would I be subjecting you to this 
Unless it's super serious. <laughs> no, I agree. As a kid who never, ever said, like, this is my boyfriend, like, that would cause me to shrink that. into a hole and die. <laughs> right. I have kids with this person. We sleep in. Mommy, like, mommy, I want you to meet the person I have three kids with. <laughs> yes. Somehow. Um, yes, as someone who does not, would not ever, 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 ever let anyone know anything like that. Um, I think that's, and, and, you know, you're, I don't know, Caitlin, but like at 16 and I, I get that too. I would like, I don't want to say I hid people, but I was like, yeah, this is my friend. But like my parents knew what I wanted them to know. But I think that on the other end of that, as a parent, you can either try to find out or you don't try to find out. And you, you, you can only push it so far at some ages. Yeah, because I feel but like as a teenager, there's like yeah. an inherent embarrassment in sort of being like, I'm dating a person, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, there's just, it's weirder then. So like, I absolutely would have never even considered it when I was in like high school. Uh, so far, they've only met two people I've ever dated, and I'm in my mid-30s. So. <laughs> Not me. Right, right. I, I introduced them right away. I know they're in the same location. We've so talked it's, about it's this spectrum before. Air. Right. But my issue is that, you know, there's what I did and there's that what I want to know from my kids. And also I would never pressure my kids into saying, Oh, that's your best friend. Oh, so that's your boyfriend. I would never pressure my kids right. into giving labels right. um, because I don't want most embarrassing thing in the world. I think that some adults do kids is go, they see a, uh, said sex and they go is that your boyfriend to a kindergartner right. yeah and i'm like that is so not okay so not okay and so many levels for so many reasons so i i would say no that's just your friend you know friend has no gender, has no sexual connotation <laughs> um, so i try never to ask my kids about anything to do with anything also right on the other end of that like i there's many facets yeah. to this that's I find it super weird when people do that because I'm like they're children they're not dating, like yeah children don't date each other what are you talking about? Right. So, right. the most interesting of all hometowns had to have been Joey, right? For many reasons. Oh Joey! I mean, there was many, some interesting many, stuff many. in the other ones, but oh, Joey's I think- uncle is the most interesting thing. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of Bachelor-related, there's plenty of things to talk about in the other ones, I think. But Joey is... Um, okay, so Joey's uncle. Let's start there. Uncle Joe, who I kind of think Joey might be named after as well. Right. <laughs> right? Because it's like, my Uncle Joe, I'm Joey. Uh, <laughs> you are probably named after Uncle Joe. And... Joey says a couple of things about how, um, like, the reason he got into tennis was Uncle Joe, and yes. Uncle Joe is, like, his role model or something. Like, they're very close. He okay. said he said something like, Joe, Uncle Joe's my f- closest favorite person or something. He said something that yeah. I thought would, would play weird if the parents watched it. Yeah. Like, you have a dad right there. What's wrong with your dad? Or was your dad that time? Which is weird. But I, I get it. He's a second dad is what he was. And maybe that didn't come off as well as it should have. But I yeah. still think it's weird. Yeah. And I get it from like a point of view of like, my favorite uncle is the one who babysat me growing up. So I'm like, oh, I'm just much closer to this uncle than my other uncles, of which I have many. You know? yeah. But I still don't think I'd at this time in my life if somebody was like you know what's your relationship with this uncle I wouldn't be like he's my favorite family member (laughs) (laughs) yeah well if you can imagine the uncle teaching him to play tennis and that is now his job I mean that's a lot yeah it does feel like there's a pretty deep relationship there in terms of both like Joey idolizing his uncle and then sort of taking the the thing that his uncle taught him to be his job right is Mm -hmm. I could see that being like, oh, this is a very meaningful person in your life. Yeah. So the big, 
big thing that you have to talk about here, I think, is that the uncle said that he's a people pleaser. And that he, are you getting the real Joey? Right. Which sends uh, Charity into a death spiral. <laughs> um, it does, is that the thing that sends her into that? Okay. Well, it's one of them. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so, I, what I kind of clocked here was that the uncle repeats those that that exact phrasing again and again. Right. He doesn't expand on it in any way because my haphazard theory here is that he um, wants to say something else, wants to call it something else, but cannot for any number of reasons, whether it's production or his own mind telling him not to because it sounds bad. And that's not a good thing. Okay, so what is this other thing? Last last week well exactly last week i said very clearly on the podcast that you heard something completely different i call joey a weasel and a good <laughs> reader and i heard i love joey he's a 10 out of 10. can you imagine what people in go through craig <laughs> if you seriously heard that from me calling him a weasel i called him a weasel um a good people reader and this guy is saying He's a people pleaser and that he, um, what's the other term Uncle Joe used? He said something like, uh, is he wants, well, other than people pleaser, there was kind of like another little bookend to that that sounds better than it is. I can't remember the words he used, but the thing that it implied to me was that he thinks Joey sort of, changes his personality to who he's dating in order to like be the person they want to be or whatever, you know? Uh Right. Chameleon. His weasel behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also a a thing that people do. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's a thing that happens for sure. There is a level to that. Of course, you know, you, I, I knew about wrestling in kindergarten and now I know about wrestling again. It's not like I sit there and watch it. It's like I overhear it. Yeah. You, the I think there's, there's levels to things you pick up dating somebody that like, Oh, you maybe sure. were never interested in this before, but because they're into it now you checked it out. But I think it sounded more like what the uncle was saying. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like the person you're dating yeah, no. introduces you to new things and you get into them. It was more like, oh, he modifies his personality to be most pleasing to whoever he's dating. And, and that's how the uncle reads it on a good take, on a good you know version of that. But again, I read it as he is acting so that he gets as far as he can without winning the show. He's Greg Grippo 2.0. And I also said last week, Craig, that him and Greg Grippo are a Venn diagram, but a circle and not a <laughs> diagram. And somehow Craig got from that that I love him. You um, do. But anyway. You do. This is all no, from a deep level of affection for Joey. Yeah. That's why I'm, you know, the worst things I can. I don't know. I, I think the more I watch Joey, the less I like him. That's kind of where I am. Yeah, he's horrible. But let me play you. This weird part that they happen to catch on camera. All right, <sighs> in the car over there. It's I know. Waiting for you, but you good? Yeah, it just sucks. We'll be good. Bye. Really sucks. <laughs> Say goodbye. There's a car over there waiting. As in, leave. All right, you're ready to go. Yeah. Even though you're crying and upset. I noticed that. Like she was acting a little off which she seemed to notice, right? That like, when he asked like, oh, are you good or whatever? And she was like, yeah, I'm fine. It just sucks, you know? (laughs) Which is like kind of a leading line to be like, what sucks? What's going on, you know? And he sort of goes like, yeah, yeah, it sucks. Well, it's time for you to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much that gets on tape and and since the beginning, he's been 
peggable to me where I'm like, no, 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 no. And I can't believe he's made it this far because I thought there were so many men. I mean, there's still front runners ahead of him, but I'm so scared that she's falling for his crap. Um, she does seem like really, really, really into him. Like when, you know, at the beginning of the dates when she describes what's going on and she repeatedly says in her, her like to camera interview is that she is ready to say she's falling in love with him. She's just waiting for like the date to go well. But the way she talks about him, I think like she's got like a serious physical attraction to Joey. Like something is, you know, like going on because she is very much... I can't, yeah, <laughs> she keeps on talking about sweets. him as like, ooh, Joey makes me giddy. I love Joey, you know? Yeah. I hope Fantasy Suites gets that out of her system and that she, um, well, I mean, here's the thing is that Greg Grippo could not go through with Fantasy Suites. <laughs> and that was very interesting. <laughs> it all comes back to Greg Grippo. <laughs> it does. And I mean, don't huh. you think that was that, 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 can you believe that was his line? That little freaking slut bag weasel, Greg Ripple, could not go through with it. Why? Does he? Did he? Did he like viscerally hate Katie that much? I thought it was so strange because you you that he has standards like in some way. I mean, I know he does. I know he thinks he's like God's gift to women, but that's just amazing to me that a man has standards in like a hate way. You know, he like hated her. That's my read. Oh, man, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, men do, like, you know, it makes it, I, I have a great partner. I have a great, like, like, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky, but I know for the most part how men are. Oh gosh, you, here we go. As you know, but see, here's the thing is that Craig always think that I'm talk. I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from watching. No, I always men. think you're talking about me. That's what this comes down to. No. Oh, no wonder. Of course you do. Of course you think it's about you. (laughs) All right. New name for the podcast is Two Women and a Straight White Guy. (laughs) We could do something like that. Like I mean I'm joking, but that is that's your role on this show, Craig. Yeah. Centering. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um okay. So the Venn diagram. Okay. Always, I I stick with my day on Joey sucks thing where Joey is. I mean, what did you think? He, what did you think about he, their tennis? He's team? also absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, she seemed to really like it when she was talking about like how she was saying, you know, I already thought Joey was cute. But now in his tennis element, he's even cuter. He's just so cute, you know. He isn't. Who doesn't want like? I mean, man, teacher is what everyone wanted because so many women are teachers. I think it's something to do with patience, teaching that's very attractive to women because it makes you see father qualities in them. <laughs> for sure, I could see something like. For me, if somebody is, like, passionate about something, that's more attractive to me. You know what I mean? Like, to be like, oh, they really care about this. Like, I I look for that as a quality. So I could see that being like, oh, he's really passionate about teaching tennis and he's good at it. So that's attractive, you know? Is tennis going to save the world, though? I think, no. okay, Craig, relax. I, I (laughs) (laughs) I think that patient teaching if you know the the subject enough, is a, you know, it's a primal thing that leads you to that. I think, and I think male teachers kind of know that. Not all of them. I know some great male teachers that are just, are just male teachers. But I think some of them, like Joey, knows that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I also think that being a tennis pro at like a resort in Hawaii he could probably hook up with a lot of like women based oh, yeah. off of just teaching them tennis lessons, oh, right? Yeah. It's like the dirty dancing dance instructor thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. If there's like a Wait, group of women that, that go plot? to Hawaii, a group of look... women, a group of like marrieds who are yes. girl vacations, <laughs> wives. All right, well, I'm saying he could be doing that. It could be single women. I don't know. But I do think there is sort of something to, like, it would be easy to meet women this way. 
yeah. because your job is like teaching lessons that women would be interested in taking at a resort, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who was who was the the one guy I told you, Craig? There was one guy in one season of The Bachelorette when there was a female lead, where we said. What what's more important right now? One night in a fantasy suite or a lifetime of walking into a bar and being a good guy on I think that we show? were talking about Greg Grippo. She... No, I don't I think it was way before because someone that for that uh, you know forgo the uh, did not go into the fantasy suite. Or maybe the Bachelor in Paradise fantasy suite because he said, "What am I going to do? Get this Bachelor, you know, alum right here, or a lifetime of sevens? And I'm speaking through a man's mind, right? right. I think most men. Anyway, okay. uh, commercial break, and we'll come back to Xavier because I have something to say about him for sure. Interesting. <laughs> Okay, we'll take a commercial break now and listen to an ad from another cool podcast on the Bridge Burner Podcast Collective. Here we go. Pumpkin Spice Podcast is back to talk about some of the spookiest movies out there. But this time, they aren't covering franchises. They're taking bus tickets to new cities to explore the horror happening all over the globe. So tune in to Pumpkin Spice Podcast, a Bridge Burner Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out now. It's Pumpkin Spice Podcast. And we're back. I like Xavier. I love Xavier. (laughs) Xavier is the perfect man. Really? The perfect man? I would say he is encapsulating a lot of qualities because he's like a researcher and okay, the yeah, like and... he's getting a PhD and it's specifically to be like, I want to try to find like cures for MS. Obviously, that looks great. Then he's a knitter. I love that he's a knitter. It's just so cute. And then he's like making all these scarves and sweaters. You don't think right, that yeah. the Bachelor show is kind of playing that part up like I'm sure he does have knit- it's exactly what a knitting show I thought would look like, by the way, like. Oh, hipster dude, cool, you know, old lady. Like, ugh. anyway, um, but and I'm I'm in a knitting circle, but it doesn't look like that. <laughs> I I say that as someone who's also in a knitting circle. Um, uh, I'm nothing against Xavier. I just think that the Bachelor has chosen that this is his shtick. Yes. But I say when you describe Xavier on paper, he does sound perfect, right? It's like he's super tall, he's cute, he's getting a PhD, he loves to knit. We don't height shame on this podcast. Craig, I'm telling you, on paper, when you describe him, they're going to put that in there. I know, and they shouldn't. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, she specifically... Charity specifically said that he has husband qualities. And that's not a very exciting thing unless you're in your <laughs> 30s trying to get married and have kids. ASAP, she's not, but she's acts like she is, right? She's got her life together. She's not, uh, she, he's, he has boring qualities that you want when you get older. Um, but they're, which is great because yeah. the good thing about them is that they start off their lives together. Other than the Instagram component, they are starting off in a very good place earlier in life than most people start off those things. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And she did say it was something like after the knitting group, she was like nothing more attractive than a man with like a plan. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting for a 30-something-year-old, but it's not that exciting for a 20-something-year-old. That's why it's, <laughs> they're, they're, they're ahead of their time and, you know, they're, they're mentally ahead of where a late 20-year-old should be. That's why it's kind of, I mean, for all the audience, we get it. We're older. But I think if there's younger audiences, if there's a younger audience out there, they're kind of like, that guy? Okay, I guess you could pick the boring guy. Right. who has a career <laughs> you know but anyway um okay 
I have something exciting that happened here, Craig. Craig, you're going to be excited about this. Okay. You category of stage what? of love. Are you excited about this? Ready? Wait, say that again. Are you falling in love with him? Are you already there? Like, I feel like I'm like in between the in like and falling in love. Okay. I haven't verbalized the falling in love oh, yeah. yet, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and neither has he. Okay. Um, I'm in between yeah. the falling in love part and the like, but I haven't it's said so it. Which means absurd. that I'm, if be, because what? I haven't said it, that means it's not the next level. Saying it is the next level. I mean, Chris That's Harrison, the, Chris Harrison on his podcast that you briefed us on a couple episodes ago, said that mm-hmm. the Bachelor invented "I'm falling in love." Yes, and I, I kind of. No, I mean, uh, he kind of has a point. It's it's gotten to the level of absurdity. We're on week six. And they're like, I'm falling in love with you. And then Charity's like, I'm somewhere between like and love. It's just, it's just become so meaningless. Like, right. Ha- they're like jumping the shark because they're just parsing it to the most yeah. <laughs> dense. Like, so, the thing is, she... I guess this isn't as important as I'm making it sound, except that the she said that the reason she's not in love is because she said it falling in love yet. The reason she's not falling in love yet is because she hasn't said it yet to him. They haven't said it to each other. From that point on, they'll be falling in love. Right. I don't know. Um, the whole thing seems like real wacky to me. I mean, probably seems wacky to everyone. Anytime they say... Oh, I'm falling in love with you. It's I think all of America cringes. I uh, look. The show is not made for you. Gotcha. So, like, <laughs> I, I don't think that's true. But I, I'm interested. So you think? In a wait, 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 hold on. Category. Before we move on, uh-huh. you think you think that when someone says I'm falling in love with you on this show, that America goes ah. Oh. Yes. Okay. All right. Caitlin. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I mean, I don't think people find it as weird mm-hmm. as as you're finding it, Craig, right? That like I think if you watch The Bachelor, you have become accustomed <laughs> to these steps. And so you don't find it like unusual in any way to be like, of course you say I'm falling in love before I'm in love. What's the fastest you've said I'm in love I'm falling in love with you or I'm in love with you? Me? Or you better not be asking me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, easier doesn't say that. Yeah, I no. think fastest I ever did it was 6 months. And honestly, I probably could have gone six for months? years without wow. saying it. Um, I just Crazy. said it back because my partner said it at the time and it was like, yeah, I've got strong feelings, so I'll say it back, but I would have never said it first. Easier. Do you, do you feel love and you just don't say it? Yes. I'm not a robot. Yes. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Easier. Are you yeah. capable of feeling love? So why is it so hard to just say, I, I love you? It's close. I don't know. It bothers me. It like, it like internally makes me feel yucky and like uh, on like it doesn't seem important it seems like it seems also like something that's weird to do i think it's weird well words of i don't think it's important love language correct apparently yeah evidently yeah Yeah, (laughs) there's nothing more true in this world than words of affirmation is not your love language no and i I just don't, I need, I don't see the point in it. It's like giving a, a box, a present of a box with nothing inside it. What's in the I box? Need, what's I, in what's the, in box? the box? Were uh, acts of service and whatever the hell, like I need, I need proof. Right. You know, I need the, I don't understand talking in that way. <laughs> Okay. That's how All I right. feel. I'll never understand that, but okay. I no, well, it. you know what? It, it took me a long time to understand this about myself. It took me even longer 
to verbalize it because I figure people would act the way Craig acts about it as if something happened to me and that's feel that way or as if there must be something really wrong with how I was raised. I mean, like my brother's not that way, you know? Um, so I, and my parents weren't that way. My parents did all kinds of things to show each other that they loved each other. So I don't, I, it's just me. You know, (laughs) I think there's some, I, I'm a little bit too analytical to think that's an okay way to express yourself. All right, Caitlin, what's your story? Because you you said you would go six months, and yeah. that was even or too early. Yeah, I feel like I don't feel a pressure to say it at a certain time in the way it seems like some well, people yeah. do, you know? To be like, oh, no, if I don't say it at this time, it means it's, like, not a serious relationship or something. Right. Um, I will say I did grow up in a family where saying that you love each other was pretty rare. So... Mm. <laughs> Um, and then not that, like, I think my parents absolutely did. They just were not, like, my dad definitely had a conversation once where he was like, yeah, I I love you girls. I just don't say it a lot because of, mm. like, you know, just he has trouble expressing his feelings. And I was like, yeah, I get it. I also have trouble expressing my feelings. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I don't find it odd at all. I definitely have had people I date sort of be like, oh, you would have gone forever without saying it. And I was like yeah, I don't really feel, I don't feel a need to say it. I show that I care about you through other ways, you know? So you, you feel, you're not a robot. You feel love. You just don't say it. Yeah, I think I also like. (laughs) You have robot tendencies. (laughs) Maybe, maybe in a certain extent. (laughs) Okay, 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 Craig. All right. No, wait, you, stop. You. You already you. know. First of all, we've talked I, about I, this before. I know, I know, but I have not asked you this. Okay. Do you actually love when you say it, like, after the first, like, after you meet for the first time? Like, do you actually, or, like, what do you mean by feel love? What do you mean by it? Like, what does that mean to you? <laughs> I don't know. We don't have, we don't have words to describe it. Okay, but, no, I no, mean, no. I'm not a well, poet. Well, well, we do. Well, you could you, say, what I'm would falling you in love. <laughs> What do you what do you mean by that? Do you mean you would do anything within your power for them? Do you mean you would um what pay their rent? Like what does that mean to you? Yeah, pay rent. That, that's kind of rent. yeah, that would be in there. Um okay. cuz you know I'm a serial move-inner. Yes. So So you I pay half in. the rent. That's what love means. No, I'd probably pay all the rent. <laughs> Okay, pay all the rent. Like, I'm in love with you. I'm willing to pay the bills. May I see them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, acts of service. Okay, you're willing to wash the dishes when not one of those dishes is your dish. Yes. Okay, that, that, where is your, like, big expression of love, other than the words? Uh, Paying the rent. I think that's the big one. Paying the rent. That's huge. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that is kind of huge. That's that's a big contribution to the household. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Nothing in return. Uh, well, I want I want words of affirmation, and I want physical touch, and I want the other things that I consider my love languages in return. Okay, let me ask you this: It's not reciprocated. How far are you willing to? do like how long are you willing to do that or how much are you willing to do in terms of pay the rent pay the bills pay everything well it, uh, yeah i don't you know feel that it's not reciprocated because yeah, love is stone right love has no anything back right yeah i don't know i don't Sometimes, know how to answer that yeah i know that's why i'm i'm asking that's why love on tv bothers me because love is expected if it's not reciprocated then it's and you, you, you might hate love them. You know, you might right. yeah. uh, sign them up for the army or something behind their, you know, something crazy. <laughs> like, oh, that's love? Okay. You know, whatever. But you get what I'm saying? Like, this, that's why the, 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 the technicalities really bother me. Right. Um, if you love someone, you show them in a pure way, not in a I need this back way. And that's why the words kind of bother me. 
Right. Maybe I have some problem in my brain, but I don't think that it comes from an altruistic place for the most part for most people. Right. <laughs> this okay. reminds me Moving of a, a recent Love Island UK episode where one of the <laughs> the guys said something along the lines of like, wow, love makes me feel really bad. Why does everyone want this? <laughs> and it was because he was like Good. having a big argument with his partner, right? And being like, yeah. oh, no, this is what love is. <laughs> well, there's um, a reason that well, like, every mentioned... song ever made is about love. That's not true. I know a song about buildings. Um, listen, Craig. Uh, <laughs> a song about buildings. Oh, about no, there are songs about things yeah. other than love. No. Van Halen only sings about those. hooking up in love. Panama? Wait, Panama, Van Halen? Yeah. It's that song's love? not about Panama. It's about a girl from Panama. <laughs> really? Yes. It, I don't know any of the lyrics. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just know that one part. I hate that guitar. That ding it sounds like uh, AM radio. You know? Eddie ding, Van Halen? He invented the how to play the guitar. Hate it. Hate it all. Okay, listen. I'm glad you the violin because... Okay, Dotton's family, right? There's this, the, the I think it's the last season of Love is Blind. I don't know if there's a new season of Love is Blind. Boycott Netflix, BTW. Um, there was this guy that had a stripper mom who was a single mom, and then the mom died. And then he chose someone that was a big B-I-T-C-H. Like, there's no way to describe her. She was horrible to him. He was kind of a horrible person. But then he dumped her or whatever and chose this other woman named Bliss, Bliss. Who was awesome. I mean, she made me feel the way Don's mom made me feel. And Bliss got on her mom to meet the guy. And I don't remember the guy's name. And the mom said the same thing that Don's mom said to Charity, which was you are my daughter now. Like, you are my son now. You can come to me for anything. Something like that. And it was so beautiful. So pure. That's love, Craig. There you go. That's mm. love. And I loved it. And I was like, okay. Now I see. Now with proof, <laughs> I see why Dotton should win. Because of his upbringing and his family. Mm. And you know his family made him, so that's a good reason. Um, but mm. any any family that approaches the situation from like a trusting place, I think, is the family worth joining. Um, but you know, it's not all about the family. It's however she feels. But I, with that, I was like, that's it. You never hear that really on American TV. And the same thing with Bliss's mom from Love Is Blind. I don't know where, you know, I think she was Inuit, uh, something like that. But it was, like, beautiful. And I'm like, okay, that's it. Great. That's the, if you don't, if you don't pick Dotton, it's not because of the family, you know. Right. Whereas Aaron might, the family yeah. might have been the, the, the clincher, you know. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think, like, his family was just so perfect, Dotton, you know, like it was like, oh, everyone is so welcoming and warm. Like the grandmother was amazing, the sister, you know, like the whole thing was just like, oh, this is this is a family that you would meet and be like, I would like to join them, you know. <laughs> See, I'm not so sure. What that's all like that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Well what what makes you unsure? I don't know. I, I get a little turned off by families that are too lovey-dovey, I guess. I don't know. That's just because well, I, I come from a broken family. <laughs> right, right. I, I, don't, I don't even think, see, that I, I get turned off by lovey-dovey families, too, because I think it's an act. But this is not, this was cultural, and that's why it was different to yeah, me. Yeah, it didn't seem in any way like an act. And honestly, it reminded me a little bit of my ex's family, who are the thing that I miss the most about that relationship. Right, right, right. <laughs> Where it was like, yeah, the first time I met them, they were basically like, oh, you're dating our son? Well, you're in our family now. Like, we love you. We will do anything we can to help you. Like, they were always doing things for me that I was like, really? Are you, are you sure? And it just mm -hmm. felt so like, 
interesting to me because it was different from the way that I was raised, you know? Right. And and honestly, the last time we saw this all in The Bachelor, I've seen it in other shows, but on The Bachelor was um, Peter Pilot's mom. And that's why I liked Peter Pilot. That's why I trusted him as like a bachelor and as a Oh, God. Guy. What was her name? Um, Barbara. Barb. 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 Yeah. Oh, oh you yeah. guys got me her, her cameo. Yeah, we got I you a cameo from that. Barb. It's still like, I just saw it on my desktop on my computer like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, thank you guys. It's just on there. Uh, to your, on your laptop. for Right. But I, I, it's, I felt it was genuine from Barb. I felt it was genuine from Dotton's mom. So it was just more, you know, the, there are families on The Bachelor that all like, do this performance right they're performative for the bachelor cameras and you can feel it i can well anyways i can feel it yeah um and that's the majority of them you know they'll scream when the person comes through the door like joey does not live with his family he lives in hawaii and then they're like i can't wait to see him i'm like really why don't you why did he move to (laughs) hawaii oh that reminds me where where was dotton's um hometown date fresno 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 okay I, I like kept rewinding and checking and I never got a Chiron for where yep, he was. It was Fresno and Xavier was Cleveland. Um, yeah, I got Joey that. was Collegeville, Pennsylvania, which is like kind of a suburb of Philly. Um, mm-hmm. And then Aaron was Collegeville. Houston. Collegeville. <laughs> Collegeville. Uh, oh, I was going to say an named. interesting thing on Dotton's family is I read an interview with Charity this morning. I can't remember what public, it was like Entertainment Weekly or something. Um, but they asked her about, you know, how Dotton's mom said, you know, if you choose him, like I'll whisk you off to Nigeria and give you a wedding. And they were like, oh, is that like, you know, we've seen previous televised weddings. Would you, would there be a bachelor televised wedding in Nigeria if you chose Dotton? And she said basically something along the lines of like, you know, I haven't given thought to having cameras at my wedding at this point in time, but I'm not opposed to the fact of like potentially televising a Nigerian wedding because it would be a good like example of like showing black love on TV and like sharing their culture. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. What's really, <laughs> there are so, so few bachelor weddings that I don't even feel I didn't even register that it was a possibility because they're just not. Um, yes, there's so. Um, it would be a possibility potentially. I mean, honestly, this is part of why I enjoyed this episode, Craig. Is that I I like believe that Charity has feelings for these men and that this might whoever she chooses might be a long lasting relationship. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, and, and on that, and on that, well, on, on that note, I really do think that Brayden should be here. Well, he could and be it's not the like guy a, who comes he, back. Oh, yeah, he could be the it guy is, you guys are talking about. It could be Brayden who comes back. I feel like I'm thinking it's Aaron, but they might be fooling me in the previews. It might be Brayden. I think, what makes you I'm think gonna it's go, Aaron in the previews? I'm going to put my money on it's one of her boyfriends from her past. Oh, like from before the show? Yeah, well, like all of Becca. Well, show that made me think it was Aaron uh-huh. first, there's an Aaron scene that they showed in the previews that was not a 90s episode. Oh. And it's the one where he talks about someone, either himself or someone else, it's unclear the way he says it, not being ready for marriage, which made me believe mm. maybe he comes back and his attack on the men who are left is, you know, like, so-and-so isn't ready for marriage. So just oh, telling you that. <laughs> But it could be from some other part of the season that they just didn't show us. Right. Okay. I got one last thing question for you guys. Was the road ceremony at the Maddie bench? I think it was. I think it was was the same hangar, and I think it was the bench. Yeah. That was so, just for people that don't remember, Maddie Maddie Pruitt sat on a bench and told Pilot Pete. That she was a virgin, <laughs> right at that airport. No, told him oh, yeah. that he cannot have sex with anyone at the fantasy suite, or else she's out of it. Yes, it was after the rose ceremony, so she would just gotten a rose to go to the fantasy suites week, and then she says she has to talk to him, and that's when she says, you know, not only is she a virgin, but 
she would not feel comfortable continuing should he have sex with anyone else. Right. So what did he do? He, of course, had sex with other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ultimatums don't work for people. It's not about an ultimatum not working. It's about a calculated Christian agenda. (laughs) (laughs) Played out in a way that made it sound like it was a one-on-one conversation. I mean, there was no... And, and, you know, and if you're both on the same page, Christian celibate life, okay, that's your choice. But you cannot give someone no no choice, you know, a lack of choice. That wasn't fair. I don't think that was fair at the time. And that's split somehow. But it's like, how are you? Are you the bachelorette? Are you allowed to give that? Like, that doesn't seem fair at all. Like, I think anyway. it's fine uh-huh. to say that you would have, like, you would feel upset about it, right? But it's not fine to say that that's a reason why they can't do it. Because you know what this show is when you go on. You know there's a very good possibility that they will have sex with other people at that point, right? So, like, I feel like it's sort of ridiculous to say, I I would just leave. You know what I mean? If you did that. Because... I get being like, I wouldn't, I would be upset. I kind of feel like it makes more sense to me, Katie, from last season's reaction, when she was basically like, I wish you hadn't told me about this, because I like, I knew it was a possibility, and I just didn't want it confirmed. You know what I mean? It's like, that feels much more natural to me to be like, I'm putting the thought out of my head, because I assume you might be having sex with other people, but I don't really want to know the details. So, looks like, that's it, Craig, you're home to your Dreaded hometowns are over. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Men Tell All next week, or do they do Fantasy Suites first? We haven't Uh, gotten a promo for Men Tell All. Yeah. Right. I assume they're having it. Like, there's enough. Probably just recording it. Yeah. Yesterday. (laughs) Well, you're on the email list for the central casting. Did you get anything? I haven't checked. It's in my junk email, if it is. So it's not a big, pri- high priority to me. It doesn't come with a little, a little more. Yeah, you don't use Gmail, flag. do you? I do. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> so it's in your promotions uh, tab? Probably. <laughs> no, no, it's not on my main. I don't want them to have my main email. <laughs> I see. Um, okay. Well. Well, everyone, that was Bachelor right. Deep Thoughts. Oh my god, Craig, it's not Bachelor Deep Thoughts. That's a horrible name. It's not that bad. It it tells No, it's pretty bad. God forbid that a title of a show should tell you what the show is. Uh, God forbid that it should be so bland and boring (laughs) that no one knows what the show actually is about or can tell it apart from the other many Bachelor shows. Yeah. Okay, we'll name it Batch to the Future. I think that already exists. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, oh, and and the space to think about puns or whatever you don't want to annoy you with. Yeah, I don't want something <laughs> clever. That's what. I just like John Sebastian Bach. I think that's a good. <laughs> no, point. But that, but that has nothing to do with our show either. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so one is okay, Vincent but the other Price is right. No. Everyone no. go look up that one time. We should again. do a Price is Right podcast. Wouldn't that be a trip oh to my do God. a recap podcast? Every, do it every weekday after the show and do a recap. For what? I don't have For that what? kind of time. <laughs> what? Drew Carey's a horrible host. Have I said that already? Yes. I know he's like a good guy now because he gave some money to somebody or something. But um, but I, I Bob, ba- Bob Barker is still alive somewhere hanging out. Yeah, he and was in that movie uh, Happy Gilmore, remember? Okay, he Craig, that a, was 30 years ago. He yeah. gets into a fight with uh, yeah, his oh family. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, but anyway. Okay, Craig. All right. That's it. So um, <laughs> okay. look for the name change. <laughs> look for the name change at an undetermined oh. point in the future. Yeah. It's just it's going to happen. Look, the, the, it's, it's, it's inevitable. Change is inevitable. Change is good. It's gonna happen. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna text my friends who listen to this podcast to ask if they have suggestions. That's a great idea. Thank you. Thank you for being supportive, Caitlin. <laughs> no, she's not. 
She's going to screenshot them going, the hell is Craig talking? <laughs> no, no. Here's what's going to happen. She's going to text her friends and they're going to be like, oh, thank God. We didn't understand the name Bachelor Masters. You no, know what? They owe me so many cards. They definitely understand. <laughs> Craig, I'm going to um, a request that you get me one of those special tap cards that just came out since I'm going to win this bet. No. Please go to Union Station and get me the Keith Herring one right now. Because I'm going to win. The, what's the, the red, Keith Herring? The yellow one. It's like a cute little, the, it's like one of his paintings on the, or one of his like, you know, drawings or whatever on a tap card. Go get me one. Because you owe me. Caitlin, I expect those screenshots because I want this tap card. <laughs> okay. And All right, let I me will, know. If I will message. DM. I'll let you know what people yeah. say. And if any listeners are not on my, my texting rota, but would like to give feedback, please do. Yeah. DM us. I know Jane LA well. So. Okay. That's you know that's not says. the bet though. And bet well, I already ran it by bet. Rob, and he didn't he didn't like Bachelor Deep Thoughts either. <laughs> but fully supports the name change. So there. Oh, that's love, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> that is love. The access service. Okay. Uh, see you later. See All right. Week. Bye.